Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I have such a surprise for everyone today. I have one of our new budding entrepreneurs, Mr. Maurice Bird, who is the, the founder and owner of Razor Reese Salon, which is located in the Willowbrook Mall in Pennsylvania. Maurice, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for all the listeners tuning in. So, Maurice, before we jump into Razor Reese Salon, which, of course, where I get my haircut, um, tell us a little bit, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your background, education, experience. All right. So, we're located in the Willow Grove Mall. So, I'm, I'm a kid out of Philadelphia, uh, if there's anything that I could describe myself. I, I was, I grew up in West Philadelphia and Winfield. Um, spent time in Uptown and, and, and West Oak Lane and Mount Airy and, you know, graduated high school. And after high school, I, I went to pursue other ventures. Uh, went to the military, uh, went to college and I learned a, a great trade, cutting hair. I actually started cutting hair in Iraq. So, just kind of a thing that happened. And uh, I guess, at, you know, at some point in time, I spent 20 years just traveling to different places. I've been to um, four continents. I've been to eight different countries, um, 43 different states and countless other cities. And and I, I think I'm, if I had to describe myself or anything, it would be a culmination of all my experiences. So, uh, I came home because my parents were getting older. They started having to go to the hospital more often. And, and so I just figured that I think it was time to come back home and be with them in their, their, their golden years. Um, I mean, because for, forbid me to get a phone call one day that says, hey, you got to fly home. Something happened to your, your, your parents, your mom, your uncle, your sister, your brother. So, um, And then imagine if I didn't have the money to come home. So, you know, I just came home and um, I've been cutting for 13 years at that point. Um, I've seen great ideas. I've written business plans for people. I was consulting for at least 10 years before I did this. So I've opened multiple businesses. I've opened five businesses for people. Um, four are still in existence. Um, two actually asked me to do marketing. Um, that's nice of those guys. So, um, be, if I may just ask you about that, what is your, your magic formula? You said, you know, you've got, you know, you help start for other businesses as a consultant. What is your mag magic formula that you want to share with our budding entrepreneurs out, out here? Uh, I don't know if there's a magic formula. I think it's just um, knowing how to do it. You need to have the education to know how to do it and you need to, have the, the gusto to want to do it. So when those things are mixed together, you, you just do it. Like mm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Razorie Salon opened when? August 2019. August 2019. And I met you probably around late December, January, if, if I remember yeah. correctly. And it was close to the holidays, yeah. Yeah, and you have a, a really, really beautiful shop. Uh, in the Willow Grove Mall, correct? 
Willow Grove. Yeah, Willow I, I, Grove. I thought I heard. I thought I heard Willow Brook earlier. Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you're in the third floor, and you're you're you are adjacent to Bloomingdale's, correct? Bloomingdale's is the anchor store that 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 is next to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And floor. so, if if you can share with what was your vision, your vision for Razor Reef Salon when 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 you were in the planning stages before you opened your doors. Just a place that anybody could come, a place that a family could come and feel comfortable. It's about comfort. It's about almost like what type of environment would I like to be in? And you just, you just, you just do it. If you have the opportunity, then you just do it. And how many chairs do you have at Razor Reese Salon? We, we, we currently have, we currently have 10. We're moving to, install four more mm-hmm. and what are the services that you provide um everything anything that um men or women could generally want anything from haircuts hair washes shampoos deep conditions hair and scalp treatments we have wet services dry services um trims we do color highlights um we do braids sewing sleeves wigs we sell hair extensions, we sell wigs, we sell, we sell a lot of those things. Wow. So okay. we, we try to just cover the, the full spectrum on if you could go to a place and get something done, what would you want to get done and how would you want to feel? Very nice. And um, I've seen your price list. It looks extremely affordable. And I believe you have a particular philosophy about what you want to do within the community. Can you share that with us? Well, you got to understand the community because they're, they're human beings. But listen, business is business and we have to keep the lights on. So you have to, I, 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 we don't want to price gouge. Uh, we don't want to charge 50 bucks for a haircut and give you 20 bucks worth of service. That's not our philosophy. Our philosophy is to give you $50 worth of service at a price range that you can afford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and currently, I believe um, you've, you have been through the COVID thing, and I'm happy to see that Razor Reef yeah. Salon has uh, survived that. Um, tell me, how, how, what were you, what, when this first happened, what was going through your mind? Man, um, COVID-19, COVID-19. I would say there was a lot of things swirling through my mind on what was going to happen, what did I know about the situation. And and, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, uh, from the onset, I was a bit ignorant to the severity of the the hidden virus uh, or the silent, the silent assassin, as they call I think we all COVID-19. I think we all were. I didn't know exactly how serious it was. I just know I looked around the field one day. Um, and I'm on the floor and I'm looking around and it's like, what's going on? It seems a bit different. And and, and uh, to be uh, in all honesty, once we shut down, it, it became a roller coaster of emotions where we're, we're up and down, loops and loops. 
um, trying to figure out, hey, what do I tell my employees? <laughs> How do you tell your employees that they cannot come to work? That's one. Uh, and how can you tell your employees they cannot come to work, but this is temporary and you don't know? So just crafting messages um, to everyone, um, keeping everyone in the loop. We, we had multiple Zoom meetings during the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, we, 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 we learned new techniques. We built new infrastructure in the business. We, uh, during the pandemic, we, we built two new websites. Um, we added uh, multiple new services. Um, we've, we've structured our business to where we can prevent the spread of COVID-19. Um, so I would say that three-month hiatus was almost like you were still working, but you were not working. And who knows when we're going to work again. But our people who stood tall, returned, came back to work, were handsomely rewarded. And, and, and uh, we appreciate that. Because, you know, they're, they're like family members in a sense. Oh, they are. No, no doubt. No doubt. And um, let's talk about your management style. What type of manager do you consider yourself to be as it relates to what would your, your team members say about you? Just tell us the good stuff. Um, I, I know, right? Because, uh, you know, everyone's got loads of bad stuff. Uh, who really likes their boss? Right? But really, it's like, do you not like your boss or do you not like the fact that you have a boss or you don't feel like a boss? Um, I, I would say... To be honest, we, we have an anonymous uh, phone line where people can call and they can make complaints about their supervisor to where their supervisor doesn't know. So it goes to a third party and it's all anonymous. So we, we, we keep an update kind of, and, and plus, you know, I just check on the temperature of mm -hmm. all the, of, of all the service workers like mm -hmm. um like you know you just ask them you know, about their day how things are going and just keep your finger on try to keep your finger on the pulse you never know because you know people can tell you anything but mm -hmm. i would say it, it can't be nothing but good because they're still working there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what, what would they say about your management style they would more than likely say that uh, you would have to ask them to be honest um mm -hmm. well, what i get from what, them what, is what, all good interactions what, what would you say about your management style what is your techniques um, that you use um I, you know i you know I, I i adjust my management style to the situation mm -hmm. and to the person mm -hmm. so the same way that you handle one person in one situation it is not going to be a cookie cutter of how you would handle another person in another situation. So I would say some situations you have to listen more. 
Other situations, you may have to direct more. Some situations, you may have to um, take a step back and fully evaluate. So I would say my, my leadership style is a, is a, a quasi-dimensional way to where it changes. It's more of a transformational leadership style where mm -hmm. it changes to every situation. Sounds like you're more you're, so than a transactional. Yeah, sounds like you're. Yes, no doubt. It it appears that you you are managing to the personality of of the person that you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, and but you're learning from every person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, every situation that you encounter, you it just gets better and better. Right. Excellent. And so, what are some of the techniques that you use to manage conflict? Um, we all hope that conflict wouldn't happen, but conflict is so inevitable. It has, it always happens. Um, the only thing you can do is to try to be empathetic. First things first, you have to really listen, analyze the situation and what's happening and talk to all parties and get some sort of understanding of what you're dealing with. And, um, you just be empathetic and place yourself into their shoes and then try to understand what's really going on, where the emotions lie, what's the real cause of the issue. Because I, I, I don't know about you, but it seems like a lot of things that come into work come into work from the outside. So we just try to keep all of our emotions at the door. We rarely have conflict, to be honest with you. So I guess in, in, in some case, it's been more, you know, it's been kind of smooth sailing. We had some issues, but all, uh, once, we, once, once everybody sits down, it's a non-issue. And you see actual change. Now, if it's not change, I mean, we did have things that occurred that people had to be sat down and you had to deal with people in that certain way so they can get it. And then once they get it, problem solved. Problem solved. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Maurice Bird, the owner, founder of Razor Reese Salon, which is in the Willow Grove Mall in Pennsylvania on the third floor, right across from Bloomingdale's. So, Maurice, uh, share with us some of your your business magic. I mean, seriously, you got a beautiful shop. Uh, you you've come through COVID. I was in your shop uh, the other day. It was busy. Um, tell us about the things that you do every day to make that to make that shop work. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. There's no magic. There's only hard work. There's only ethical behavior. There's only good service, good quality. I mean, there's really no magic. 
and, and, and it's hard for me to say that because obviously you have to have some talent to be able to do what it is that I do on a daily basis. Like I understand that you're not just going to plug somebody in and just get an exact fit. Um, it's just, it's just, we just do good business. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get business mm-hmm. and, and people are going to come and they're going to like their service and they're going to be able to afford the prices and they're going to come back. Uh, it's, it's really that simple, but there's a lot of, there is a lot of things that I'm not mentioning, which I would say are intangibles. So if there was to be anything close to what you would describe as magic, it would be intangible. You have to be there every day. That's one. Rain, sleet, hail, snow. Like you're like a postal worker. You're in there every single day. Mm-hmm. There's no call outs. You can't call out. You call out, the business doesn't open. Depends on how you're running it and who you have with you and how many partners you have. Or, or It depends on a lot, but even still, maximum effort is what is required to run a business. So even when you're sick, you still have to go in. Even when you're tired, you still have to go in. If you're the one monitoring your social media, you have to put the time in to respond to people's comments. You have to do that. No one says you have to do it 24 hours a day, 24-7. No one's 20. When that, there's there's 7-Eleven for that. But even then, as a small business that you're building off the ground, there's certain intangible characteristics that that you should have in order for it to be like a great thing. But you see businesses spring up all the time with, with just incredibly smart people and just resources. If you have the resources and you have the opportunities, you can get it done. You don't even have to be the smartest, the fastest, the strongest, or the bravest. You don't. You just need to have an opportunity and the resource to fill that opportunity. And if you have half a lick of knowledge about the industry that you're going through, you should be okay. If you value customers and you value, you have those core characteristics that I'm talking about. You're ethical. You're not overcharging people. You're not stealing from people. You have to have ethics to do what I'm doing. Like there's plenty of people that just throw up a, a food store and or a food truck and they can be successful. They can sell meals all day. But to build what I'm building, this vision, um, it, it requires some core characteristics. Now, are you open seven days a week? Seven days a week. And you're there all seven days? For the most part. Wow. But it's, it's interesting because it's not like it's because I have to be. It's because I want to be. What other place in the world would I rather be but in my business? Making it grow. I go to work every day to make that grow. So... I have watched a number of your Instagram posts where you were sharing 
your experiences, which I think is great. What advice, what are the three things if someone was thinking about starting a business, what are the three things that you say, you know what, there's a lot of things you got to do, but these three things, these three things, you definitely want to make sure that you get right. What would those be? Hmm. And, you know, I have in, in a lot of, in some of my posts, I, I speak about the three E's where we talk about experience, education, and excess cash. Um, but I, I'll go a step further and I will say, first of all, you need education. You need to know how to open this business, how to run it, how to set it up in the right way. So in case there is a pandemic, you're not scrambling or have to close your doors. That's number one. So infrastructure, business development is a very critical part, um, a component to each other. So, uh, you would need to be relatively ambitious, but it's not just ambition because someone can be ambitious. You can be as ambitious as you want. If you don't have the tools, then you won't get as far. You don't even need to be physical. A person doesn't even need to be like really, really gifted. Like a singer is really, really gifted. Like that's a gift that that person had now don't get me wrong they've probably been training for years and years and years to get to that point so things can be done if you get to that point however um the last thing that i would say a person would need you would need money you would need resources you need access to resources you need to understand how to have access to resources you need to you know, leave, you know, so because an idea is just an idea until some money gets behind it, then it becomes a business. So in a sense, I'm not saying that you can start a, you can't start a business without money, but there each business, uh, if you can find me a business that doesn't require money to start in some sort of form or fashion, I, by all means, I'm jumping in it tomorrow, but it's going to require some sort of capital investment. It can be as small as $500. I know a guy who started a business, a cleaning business with $500 and some cleaning supplies. He turned it into 1.2 million. These are my friends. It's like, and it's like, so you can do it there's a lot of dollar in the dream entrepreneurs. Um, but you do need to have that education to know how to do what you want to do. Or you need to be ambitious enough to find someone that you can trust who's smart enough to do what you want to do or help you do what you want to do. I got and a question again, for you. Because you need the money. Excellent. Excellent point. I, I got to ask you because you, you're very you're, you're very open and, and you're always willing to share. Are you currently mentoring other uh, folks who are just getting started in business? Um, 
at the moment, I uh, we are so focused on growing our salon and and starting our school and and continuing on with some. Oh wait, whoa, 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 you, whoa, whoa. Time, out, time out, time out, yes. time out, time out. Whoa, I just uh, learned something yeah. new. Tell me about yeah, the school. We're not going to open it. We're not going to open the cat out the bag too much because okay, there's, okay. there's a lot more uh, steps that we have to take before we all can right. even put it out. That's there, cool. Don't be so does that have something to do have, with all of those those heads with the wigs? <laughs> I knew you was gonna talk about the heads. Okay, they, they, so. they was they were scaring me actually. I thought they were real. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, we should have turned it right to your chair. No, but in all actuality, so the the heads, a lot of those are wigs. So uh, our third department, our product department, um, there's a lot of wigs. There's a lot of hair extensions. There's a lot of hair bundles. Um, and we have sales on them all the time, and and we style different ones uh, for for um, display purposes and some for sale purposes, and and also um, as part of you know the the job in the industry is you're supposed to continue to manage your craft. Yes. Right. Yes. And you're supposed to get better at your craft, no matter what that craft is. You should always get better. If, if if I was a sanitation worker, I'm going to be the best sanitation worker you've ever seen. So right. during downtime, downtime should not be spent watching movies on Netflix down to, or, or listen to the latest rap song. Uh, downtime should be spent promoting yourself or perfecting your craft. Right? If you're not like eating or actually working on a client, Promote I love that. And perfect. I love that. Right. So you you just not you just optimize your time and and so then when you when you can get that rest, get yourself some food, something to drink, fresh air, whatever, um, you're actually able to have done something productive. Now, you seem to be a very level-headed young man. Um, Thank you. You know, always focus. Always got some good words to say um you you have served our country so thank you for your service how do you how do you unwind how do you relax i shoot food i've seen okay yes i i I go i put headphones in Uh i listen to my favorite music and uh, I, i put the balls out on the table and i just shoot till i get tired so ladies and gentlemen do not play this man in pool because he practices <laughs> a lot. Not really because of COVID, but you know, I enjoyed it again. And so and, you know, sometimes I read. Okay. And what do you read? What, I mean, what, what, what type of books motivate you? Um, I say business development. Okay. Um, mainly things that have to do with business, um, social issues. Um, black lives definitely matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like reading about history, things like that. Have you? That's right. We 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 were watching Hamilton in your shop the other day. Yes, a little yes, bit. we yeah. put it on. We yeah. put it on. Yeah. Yeah. What that what is a nice your, What 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 is one of your favorite parts of history that you like to read about? Ah, uh, um, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I would say. Um, It's a few. There's a few different points of history. There's 
Um, I like I like ancient African history, um, learning about the the tribes and the kings and the queens and and um, you know how life and civilization was prior to the transatlantic slave trade. And, um, then I like to read about the twenties, um, the the Harlem Renaissance, um, the the Garvey movements. You know the then you go to the 60s and the 70s where we're talking about Dr. King, you know, Brother Malcolm, uh, mm-hmm. Carmichael. So just learning different points, time in history can kind of give you an outlook on, um, or at least clarification somewhat of what you'd be experiencing today. Because once you have clarification, there's, there's not many things that can surprise you. Well, Maurice, believe it or not, we are out of time. Oh, man. Went like, gone like the wind. Gone like the wind. Ladies and gentlemen, I really want to thank our guest, Mr. Maurice Bird, who is the founder and owner of Razor Reese Salon, which is in the Willow Grove Mall in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Maurice, thank you for coming on the program. It was a real pleasure. Hey, I appreciate it. Before you go, you think I can drop a couple taglines? Please. Follow us on Facebook. Yep. at Razorisa Salon LLC. Follow us on Instagram at Razorisa Salon. Got underscores under in between each name. Uh, call the shop, 215-366-7673. Look us up on uh, the internet, www.razorisalons.com. Find us on Google. Find us on Yelp. Leave us that review if you like what you got. All Appreciate right. You. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap for this weekend. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM, streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5.